And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. Hey, Frank, a little birdie told me you don't need a satellite dish to get DirecTV. What's the little birdie? Was it Jimmy the Sparrow? It's a figure of speech. Point is, you can stream DirecTV over the internet now. Oh, sure. Next you're going to tell me those big birds are made of metal and filled with people, right? <laughs> you mean airplanes? Stream DirecTV without a satellite dish. Visit DirecTV.com. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. Welcome to the Athletic MBA Show, Monday through Friday, on the Athletic Podcast Network. Bruh. New York strip steak? Ooh. This is the Basketball Buds. Braised beef short ribs? Dang! With Zach Harper and your favorite athletic writers. Get mad at me, bro. I'm gone. Welcome to the Basket Buds edition of the Athletic NBA Show podcast on the Athletic Podcast Network. I'm Zach Harper, Trevon Edwards, Dave DeFore, Jay King, Wazi Lambre, all joining me today on this Monday edition of the Athletic NBA Show podcast, Jade Hoy producing. And guys, you know that I was going to talk about it once it turned. You knew it was going to turn because, <laughs> hold on a second. Oh, yeah, that's that heat culture, baby. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> this before the Heat played the Hawks, and you know what? Oh, I man. don't care. The Be careful with that snorting sound when talking about a team oh, I was just, Miami, Zach. Just, just smelling <laughs> there. What? What, are you, what are you talking about? I was just smelling the air. Smells oh, like heat lordy. culture out here, you know? You guys want to buy a boat? After the two all-star <laughs> yes. snubs... Wait, all right. Which, okay, you know me. I am Mr. Heat Culture on this podcast. We could stop with the all star, the two all star snubs. They had yeah, one. it was yeah. one. They had yeah. one. Bam got snubbed. Jimmy didn't get snubbed. Jimmy, Jimmy he hasn't, hasn't played. played all year. Jimmy's played like <laughs> right. eight games. He Did get, Jimmy that, really get asked to be replaced? I'm not rolling with that. I don't, he missed so I, many games. I, I, you know, I mean, it's that Dwayne Wade thing. It's, you don't want to talk about Heat Culture. That's what it is. It's, hey, Dwayne Wade's re- retiring. Jimmy Butler's like, well, I've barely been playing. Put me in the All-Star game. He just wants that honorary spot. Yeah. I, I don't think, think he so. Want, I think what Jimmy Butler wanted, I think he wanted the spot so then he could get the All-Star nod, then say, I'm not playing. But not go. Then give right. him the bam. <laughs> I think that's that's yeah. the chain of events Ultimate that he teammate. wanted, right? Yeah, exactly. That's Ultimate who got too strong in, in um, Jimmy Butler. Yes, but guys... The heat, you know? Everyone wanted, oh, where's the heat culture? I know Jay King wondering, where's this infamous heat culture? Say hello to my little friend! <laughs> Jay King, be quiet. Uh, <laughs> hey, hold on. You know hold me, Mr. Zach. Mr. Heat Culture. Zach, yes. all right. I understand. They, they've won a bunch of games in a row, all mm-hmm. right? And they beat Utah, which, hey, that's a great win Stomped for them, them, right? But here's who they've beaten so far. They beat Sacramento, who... It's, you know, mm-hmm. likely to have a new coach after the All-Star break, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, the Lakers, who don't have Dennis Schroeder or Anthony Davis. They beat him by two yep. points. Mm-hmm. World champs, though. Yeah. You're right. World champs. They beat Oklahoma City. Who, Refuse to tank. You know, that, that they do. They do. <laughs> Very good. They beat Toronto, who World is so two, much better. Right? They're better than their record looks. <laughs> defending, defending champs. Um, so, to me, they've gotten, I, I think, even, even a diminished Lakers team, that's still a good win. Because that's still a pretty good team. Uh, they beat Toronto and they beat Utah. You know, the, the other ones I, I don't really care so much about. But the bigger thing is the trend, right? Like they're trending in the right direction. And I, I worry that it's too late for that top four or five. And I don't know that this is a team that wants to be in a play-in. Given how much they, you know, 
it seems like they're depending on some hot shooting here, uh, minus that Lakers game. Like they've been shooting the ball really, really well lately. Well, that's what they um, do, though. Right. When well, when things are going well, but when things aren't going well, right? Like they're not shooting well, so they're living and dying by the three right now. Um, so you know, I, I I don't know, like Zach, I really want to ask you because clearly they're better right now than they have been. But is this good enough? Like, are you seeing stuff aside from the shots falling that makes you think, okay, they they finally figured this out. They've gotten healthy and and guys are starting to get their legs back under them. Because I don't know that I have. Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay, yeah, because they're playing as a team. Like one, they're they're mm-hmm. you're not getting thirty minutes a night from Gabe Vincent and Max Struess. Mm-hmm. That alone is a huge thing. Goran Dragic is healthy. Right. He was playing. He was not healthy for the first part of the he season. Was so good the other night. Yeah, he was dude. so good the other night. Um, they don't even have they don't even have Tyler Hero back yet, right? Like he still has this this hip injury. Yeah. They're not fully healthy. Uh, Bam's had a bit of a knee issue. Um, they're getting Jimmy Butler back in the mix where he's not really shooting all that well, um, where he doesn't look all that comfortable shooting, but he's scoring. Right. He's scoring and he's leading. He's right. defending all that stuff. And we saw that as he's just like throwing grown men off him the other night against Utah to get these buckets inside. And the defense has been there all season. Right. So it's not like they're trying to mm-hmm. figure out how to defend now. Like the defense has been there all season. Now the offense is catching up and they're a two game, you know, two extra games out of, you know, well, we're recording this before the Hawks. Game, but let's say they beat the Hawks two times in a row here. They're the four seed. Yeah. Like they're, they're four games behind Milwaukee for the three. Seed. Like they're five and a half out of the one seed. I, I will, I, uh, I will be shocked if the heat don't have a top four seed this season, the assuming East, there are no the major East injuries. Is to them really this nuts. Year. Yeah. The East is really nuts because, you know, Toronto had that really like poor luck start where they were losing a lot of close games. And now all of a sudden they're the four seed. Right. Right. Like too. Yeah. It, it, I mean, uh, the wizards are on a run. They're the other really hot team right now. They're two and a half games back of the four seed. My thing about the Heat is I haven't watched a single Eastern Conference team play to the level that the Heat got to in last year's playoffs, except for Brooklyn. So, like, if you want to say, oh, it might be a barrage, I'm like, do you really think the Heat can't beat Boston or Milwaukee or any of these or Philly? In a playoff series, you just Hell said Philly no. with some disgust. Oh please, give me a break! Whoa, I no got high hopes on Philly, Whoa. and it's been that they way. Have no good. perimeter playmaking. Philly's good. Get out of here! I'm but Joel fine. can't do it by himself, guys. I Eventually, Ben Simmons is going to have to be a killer on the perimeter, and I'd like to see him do it in the playoffs and then do I it like, again in the I finals. I like Tyson. I like Simmons on on uh. On um, Harden and Kyrie. Yeah, that's actually a fascinating yes. matchup. You know, yes. The one, yes. the one thing yes. I keep coming back to with the Heat, oh boy, is I, I no, <laughs> I feel like I feel like they haven't really filled the Jay Crowder role. I would feel a lot more right. comfortable about them if they go out and get someone in that mold before the trade deadline. Someone who can be tough and versatile and shoot some threes. And well, they were hoping you know that was going to be Avery Bradley for them. But even Avery Bradley is like 6'2". Right, you know? right, right. He's going to be a smaller version of it. But that's the guy that they miss the most, I think. Yeah, I just feel like like his his presence last year allowed them a lot of defensive versatility and allowed them to have a bunch of guys around Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo who, who would space the court 
and and obviously he was shooting really well, but just the fact that he shot a lot of threes from that spot was big for them, I think. I just I just don't know if they're as good without that type of guy as they were last year. Here's here's where I'm going to channel my inner was, okay? We're talking about we're talking about Jay freaking Crowder. <laughs> okay, but Jay Crowder was big for them. Sure. I mean, yeah. sure, but that they don't get to the finals without Jay right, Crowder. Right, but you, you, if you remove, like Jay Crowder was a great That's shooter because, because I love Jay Crowder, right. but we walling. Jay Crowder, <laughs> well, I mean, I'm not saying he's irreplaceable. No, I'm just he saying he made 40% effort, right? of his threes at like seven, eight attempts a game. That was huge. Yeah. And he's, he's never going to do so that ever many. again for the rest of his life. Right. So, yeah, yeah, he was hot. Look, man. Like I said, look if I Jamal love Murray Jay. scores fifty a game, like he did let's in the relax. bubble, then let's let's you know pencil Denver in <laughs> right, for the Western right, Conference right. Finals. Like you're right, like you remove Jay Crowder, who defensively was very good for them, but they can replace that by getting Mo Harkless back on board, right? Like Mo Harkless can play defense, and he's six eight. Mm-hmm. Mo Harkless is like a broke man's Jay Crowder. Jay Crowder's a broke man's Jay Crowder. What are we talking about? Like, Jay Crowder's pretty good, man. Yeah, but Mo uh, Harkless look, again. Shoot. Let's let's relax, bro. Like I'm, um, I'm not, listen. Yo, can I have can I have the floor? Thing. Go for it. Yes, Sarah. please. Thank you, man. Because I like glue guys. I like road guys and all that other stuff. But I'm not going to say that's the makeup of this team and that and that's make or break. I think that they find a guy at the deadline to come in, plug and play. And I think other guys step in. They've been banged up all year and obviously spoke coaches the hell out of these teams and keeps them in the mix. I mean, I didn't even think of them to go on this run. They have the longest win streak currently active right now in the NBA, and I definitely didn't see it happening now. I thought it was going to happen after the break, but they're ahead of schedule. Um, as far as the Jay Crowder talk, he's he's been serviceable. You know what I mean? He's been really bad on some teams, and he's been really decent. At best, you know, and last year he was proven to, you know, show his value and earn him another deal out in Phoenix. So overall, I'm I'm not going to gush out and just say, like, he's make or break of the Heat success. I think they still have Milwaukee's number. They still have um, Philadelphia's number um, and then also Toronto. So in these situations, they match up pretty well as long as they got Jimmy Butler. You know what I mean? Yeah. And those guys respond right after him because – you know, Bam's continue to get better. He's playing, you know, exceptionally well. Um, but I don't I don't think that just losing that one player guts them. You know what I mean? Like I think that again, the the guys that they picked up are going to eventually jail. Like you gotta think about when you plug and play new guys and the guys that they got for cheap that do what Jay Crowder does, you know what I'm saying? It takes a minute and I think when they're at full strength, they're going to be a scary team to match up with. But Philly, Brooklyn, those teams right there, I think they're sitting up at the top by themselves. You know what I mean? Like That's interesting. You know what I'm saying? Because last year, mm-hmm. it's a little different. You know, yes. Milwaukee was, everybody was just, Milwaukee, that's it. You know, Milwaukee's going to do it finally. And Miami punched them in the mouth. Miami don't have nothing for those three dudes in Brooklyn. I don't think Miami has nothing for Philly, especially if Philly can go get a guy like Kyle Lowry, if they can go get J.J. Redick. You know what I'm Lowry saying? Lowry could Just, swing this thing. Lowry changes a how lot because move, he plays how defense. How do you bring in Kyle Lowry at $30 million? So here's the thing. This is tough. Here's the thing. They got a bench to unload. They can gut it, right? Get Mike Scott by pack bags, and the Raptors Danny, do a justice. Because this is the thing. They just want vets, and they want some future assets. 
It's not like they're just going to wring his arm and, and hold him hostage. It's like, look, you got us a ring. You've been nothing but good to us here. We're going to send you home. And that's it. You know, like. If the Sixers get Kyle Lowry, I think they can beat Brooklyn. I, I yeah. wouldn't be surprised. Right. I wouldn't be surprised. Right? Yes. That puts them up like, there. That just makes them so much tougher in the sense that they're going to get into their best version of their offense all the time now. Because they have a serious person doing it. And someone who could knock down the three. Right. And run the O and play defense on the other end. That being said, does anybody on this call think Jimmy Butler's going to lose to the Sixers in a series? No. To those dudes? Those dudes specifically. Like, the way Jimmy Butler got his ass up out of there, the, like, the feeling he has towards those cats, like, I like T- I like T-S and Ben taking turns on him, though. All right. <laughs> He's gonna. He's, he's going to have Ben Simmons crying. <laughs> like, like if yo, I, I son, would, I would Jimmy take, Butler in the Philly series. Is, oh my god, I would take dog, Miami but he, over listen, Brooklyn, but I'd take him over over this Philly team. And I think listen, this Philly team is really good, but I'd take him over this Philly team. Jim, oh. Jimmy is like this though, Zach. Say your dog. I mean, your dad owns a fucking like 1968 Mustang, right? And it's the family car, mm-hmm. and it's old faithful, like it. Could go a hundred miles. You don't put miles on it. Y'all done drove to Georgia. Y'all done drove to California in it. But eventually it breaks down. Mm-hmm. Mm. Come on, man. I love now, Jimmy. I think yeah. Jimmy is very serviceable and can do what he needs to do because he has heart over everything. He has he's the toughest SOB in the league when it comes to that. When you keep overusing him. But but here's the thing. Here's the thing. In that, he just in that called race, Jimmy Butler a Chevelle. Right. But in that wow. race, in that race against <laughs> Philly, he's gonna slash Ben Simmons' tires. Okay. Well, nah. He's a, he's right, actually in the car and gone in sixty rims. seconds that they were trying to steal the Shelby, bro. I'm gonna give him the Shelby, bro. <laughs> he's like, there's no like. I just think he's so much tougher than those guys, man. Like mentally, physically, he's just so much tougher than those cats. The perimeter cats, specifically, not Joel. And you think he's not going to hunt out Tobias Harris on every possession? Oh, man. You can't guard me, son. I like Tobias, bro. <laughs> I, I like, like Tobias the makeup too. that they got in Philly right now, Jimmy bro. Butler. And I think Doc Rivers not going to get circled around, man. <laughs> That's a good point, too. Come on, man. Wait, hold on. Hold on. I, hold on like hold I said, hold on, this ain't last year, bro. They had Brett Brown, bro. He was just quibbling as, um, what did, what's old boy? What happened to Doc against Michael Malone? <laughs> I mean, because look, he was stern. Listen, first of all, he was stern with them dudes, and them dudes was checked out before they even played the series. So I ain't gonna do that with that. Yeah, but that, but that's been like every Clippers team he's had. Like Doc's a good coach. Don't get me wrong, but like this ain't two thousand eight anymore. This isn't two thousand ten. Like Doc I'm has. Saying, Doc we has don't get phantom wins, bro. Too. We don't get phantom wins either, though. That's the thing. And I think he's, I think he's learned from his mistakes. I don't think he's gonna die on a hill like Bud. But, but, like, but, but like, I, like I said, Zach, I don't know, bro. I, I can That's be legit. wrong, and I'll come back and apologize towards the playoffs. But right now, I got faith in Doc Rivers. I just the have same more criticism that Steve Nash was getting a couple, I have more a couple months ago about giving up 120 points. They all circle back and apologize. So, like I said, I don't believe in Miami. I mean, not Miami, um, Milwaukee. I don't believe in Toronto. Um, and right now in the three, the three East teams right now for me, Brooklyn, Philly, and Miami. I do think Brooklyn's the best, 
Like I, yeah. cause he, cause he's like as bad as their defense is, I don't know where the firepower would come from Miami It'd be tough. To, yeah. to match whatever scoring that is. Right. And they, from anybody. Yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah. you just can't score with them. <laughs> they can't stop anybody, but, but they can stop you enough to, to make up, like they can make up the difference with their offense. You just cannot stop them. So um, all they have to do is get like a few stops here and there and, and they could walk to the finals. Like that offense is just insane. Yeah. I think to beat them too, you're going to have to have some motherfuckers because you're going to go up against like Kevin, Jay Crowder, Kevin Durant. <laughs> you're going to go up against Kevin Durant. You're going to go up against James Harder. You're going to go up against Kyrie Irving and they're going to score so much. It's, it can be demoralizing how much those guys are going to score. If, if you don't have the right mentality, the right mental toughness. And I think that that's, that's where you trust in Miami too, because mm-hmm. they do have guys who are tough as hell like even Duncan right. Robinson, Tyler Hero, those guys don't get phased. They don't get phased. I would, and I would, I would like it if Tyler Hero got a little phased. Okay, I, I think. Tyler, oh my God! Tyler, please, it would help him. Tyler Hero, unfazed. Tyler help Hero is the best. Tyler Hero. <laughs> I've got some. Um, you know, and this is a, right now from Tyler. I would like to see him back on the court next to Jimmy, just to see it settled down a little bit. <laughs> I, I think that this is where like Harkless for them is so important, Zach, like to your point earlier, because Harkless is a guy who they absolutely is going to have to play a lot in a potential series. Look, and I'd I, say against I, Brooklyn or in the bag for Mo Harkless, New York, New York, Queens, you know, the vibes. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't loud enough. So you know, I, I didn't know what you were getting at. You gotta wait for him I didn't, to get, back I didn't the court, get the Waz you know? warm up. Yeah, you gotta wait for him yeah, to get back yeah. on the court before right. Waz is gonna but, get but, but to your point, right? <laughs> I do think I do think like this playoffs, it, it's all it's going through it's Brooklyn and Philly, right? And it's everyone else as we're like coming up to it. I don't think either one of those teams are perfect. Like we know the the weaknesses of those teams, but I think that they have shown so far. Uh, the ability to not get bogged down by those weaknesses. I mean, you know, bogged down, Brooklyn, Bogdanovich. Uh, there yeah. you go. But Brooklyn has, has managed to to figure out how to win with DeAndre Jordan in the middle, right? Well, and a lot of Jeff Green in the middle, which has been interesting. And, and I think that if they can if they can carry that over into the playoffs, and their offense continues to do what is what it's been doing. In particular, when Kevin Durant is going to be out there, he's not even playing right now. (laughs) I know, and they're rolling. And and I just think, like, I I don't know if I believed it. Well, Luca first week, I was like that defense as a twenty-one year old. He did, but like no Kyrie, no KD. You know, yeah, that's fair. That's fair, right? I mean, I think you know the thing about Spider-Man meme for James Harden and Luca. (laughs) The thing about yeah. The thing about Brooklyn, <clears throat> when I think about it, I'm like, well, neither James Harden nor Kyrie nor Kevin Durant has ever actually been tasked with problem solving for a whole playoffs and done it, right? Like, they've never done it. That Nobody on that team has ever had to do that. Um, but <laughs> the nature of the team is such that they're not going to have to. Like they're not good. Like James Harden is not going to have to figure out how to do the thing that he doesn't want to do all the time, how to do something else and be effective at it because Spolster took it away from him. He's not going to have to figure it out. 
because he plays with fucking KD and Kyrie and vice versa. So it's like, man, yo, like they cover each other's weaknesses so well. You know, when Kyrie comes out and he's like, yo, Hardy, you're the point guard. Yeah, because you're not. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like the way they're able to cover each other's deficiencies, man. Right. It's going to be tough. It's a very interesting trio, you know, because I wouldn't call them complimentary to each other necessarily, like not directly, but their ability, like you just said, to, you know, like whatever Harden's weaknesses, KD and Kyrie can handle it and and vice versa. And so while you may not have a a tremendous amount of uh, overlap as far as collaboration between the three on, on their skills, you still have every single offensive attack mode in your bag. Like they you can, can solve do whatever problem. you want. Any defense, right. any and problem of defense can yep. throw at And what them. do we know about they the playoffs, Waz? What does the playoffs usually wind up coming down Kevin to? Durant. You got to beat the man in front of you. <laughs> who can get you a bucket? Do you have Kevin Durant those? or do you not have Kevin Durant? <laughs> right. And, and you know, like this is my thing about Utah and it's it's my my – Probably my biggest concern, right? Like the guy that who's who's going to be taking your mid range pull ups because that's what Utah's going to get. Teams are going to know we got to run them off the line. They want to they want to launch those threes. We got to protect the basket, and the mid range is going to be there in the playoffs. And you know it's six foot one Donovan Mitchell doing it. Whereas for Brooklyn, you know it's seven foot Kevin Durant. It's it's Kyrie Irving who you know is six four and is one of the best mid range shooters. You know, since when is Kyrie six four? Isn't he six four? Nah, is he six three? Kyrie's five eleven. Oh, okay. nah, he's right. like six Still, two. <laughs> he can get to that mid ranger in a way that I know that, like, I don't know that Donovan Mitchell can get to it reliably and make it. Um, you know, we just haven't seen it. And so, you know, when you look at what Brooklyn has, I think their strengths outweigh the weakness of that defense. I'm just, I'm just happy Mo Doc Hill has to eat crow. Because when the trade <laughs> happened, I told his ass. Oh said, Waz, come on, man. It's the NBA. You have to stop people. I'm like, but Mo, Hardy's going to run the point. He's going to find it. He's not that good of a playmaker. Mo, yo. It... Waz. But they've been defending they to okay, people. too. That's the thing. And now Mo has to eat crow. Eat crow, Doc Hill. Crow, Doc Hill. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com courtside to learn more. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. That's what we're going to rename him. Well, guys, what if the Brooklyn Nets run into just a stellar defensive unit like the surging? And at the time of this recording, at least 500 New York Knicks. Oh, sound the alarms, Jade. 
going to be weird if he doesn't really listen to this pod as he If he doesn't. If he doesn't. <laughs> but the New York Knicks are 17 and 17 after, uh, by the time this is posted, they might be 18 and 17 it's for crazy. all we know because they're playing the Pistons. It's crazy. And the Knicks tape has never been louder. Actually, it's been louder before, but it's been much louder. It's playing again. It's playing. Yo, Zach. So, my buddy, Uber Knicks fan, guy has the Knicks tatted. You know, oh, that's tough. Oh, that is the, tough. He named yeah, his son tough. John after John Starks. Ooh. Oh, man. Also um, tough. That's amazing. <laughs> you know what this man said to me? Oh, no. We're a Bradley Bill acquisition away from contention. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> you know what? Wait. I don't hate <laughs> I don't hate that. From contention, Contention son. is wild. I like Come Bradley Bill. On, I like the bro, Knicks. Are we talking like in the division? No. What are we talking about? Philly, good. Miami. Even then, they're third, Brooklyn. right? Hey, let's relax. Oh, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> All right. So listen, Zach. I, I, was, listen, I, I was feet I, on ground yesterday. I was near the garden. Uh-huh. And the game ends. Bro, you would have swore they won a championship. <laughs> Seventeen and seventeen. So I was right over there on twenty third. You are getting to experience irrational. (laughs) Listen, I'm out on twenty third. Was fandom, son. And cats are just hunking the horn and running through the streets in orange and blue. And I'm like, did something happen? Like, did D Rose have eighty? Did Emmanuel quickly break a rookie record? They're They're just seventeen and seventeen. Hold on, but on a New York was, weekend, was, they've been. They've been was. Somebody tweeted today that Julius Randle is better than Chris Bosh. No, 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 that dude that was, was strictly looking for back. attention. He was strictly looking oh for attention. Knicks that was back. a yes radio move. They were strictly crazy. looking for attention. <laughs> That's crazy. I love it. But they're better fourth than, in the East now, right? Because <laughs> at one point he said, What did Chris Bosh ever win? It's like, Motherfucker, what did wow. Julius Randle oh, ever win? Okay. All right. I, I had right. no idea we're who that was. To CB I did. Today. I did hear. No, we're not. Which is it, which is impossible. Um, but I did hear somebody say Julius Randle, MIP. Yo, is, I can't. Yo, right now, like, can you even name three bigs in the league that are genuinely better than Chris Bosh at his peak? Well, maybe Joel and Jokic, but that's it, though. I, I love how Honestly. Waz said. That we're not even doing this with Chris Bosch. And, and then we're still triggered enough Waz to go and do it with Chris Bosch. <laughs> I can't. I can't do this shit. Listen, any anytime he became the third wheel, it 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 it, it uh, made basketball fans forget Son, that he's a 2010 Chris guy. Chris Bosch is chasing point guards out to f***ing half court. Change the game. Challenging cats at the paint. Splashing threes. Hitting open men. Mm-hmm. Get the f*** out of here. I like my he Chris Bosch with dreads, bro. <laughs> that was my Chris Bosch when he got he waves and moved game, and started pouring champagne in, in celebrations. Mm-hmm. That was, you know, I'm hipster. <laughs> but you know, Steph Curry, Steph Curry deservedly gets a lot of credit for for changing the league. But I mean, Chris Bosch doesn't get any for some reason. I have no idea why. Like positionless basketball in Miami Kids is because of Chris like Bosch. Julius right? Randall are better than him. That's why. Yeah, yeah it's nuts. That's anyway, nuts. Zach said it was a troll, so we shouldn't do this. Yeah, yeah, I need, yeah, I need a little bit more. Listen, I don't want to take away from Julius Randle's moment, though. Congratulations to him making the All-Star team. Congratulations to the Knicks raising the banner going 17-17. and 17. <laughs> We need more. No, but they, all right, look, 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 look. We're, no, we're making great fun them, of though. the Knicks because of Knicks fans, right? But the team yes. is legitimately yes, the team is nice. like, Fun. good. They also, play hard. Hey. 
they're they play 13th so in hard. net rating right now, yeah. right? Like 34 games into the That's season, 13th in net yeah. rating. That's crazy. The defense is on the they got, yeah, and look, the offense now, most young teams struggle offensively, right? And, and I actually think Tom Thibodeau is a pretty good offensive coach. Uh, it's all about getting personnel. And I think that's why they got Derrick Rose because, you know, they want a guy who knows how to how to get buckets in Thibodeau's there offense. There was a lot of people that hated that move. That was crazy. Well, well, they thought yeah. it was going to take away from it's just obvious. minutes, right? Like Alfred Payton should not be playing. Yeah. By the way, the quickly thing amongst right. Knicks fans, it's it's getting No, I wanted to go further. He is shooting it's, 39. It's, it's go further. <laughs> like, who cares? I'm all in on that kid. But again, good, but I, I love him it's, too. It's I New York. Too. Yeah. Yes. Was your hometown, and you yes. have to understand that they're, they're insane, though. Trey, they're ridiculous. Let them be. Let them have something. Listen, it's co- <laughs> it's 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 COVID vibes. You're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> and You're right. a lot You're of people right. aren't happy about things. So yeah. if this is the joy of their year. Let people I have feel it. Like Waz, even if it's a crazy Bradley Bill contention I, take. I, I, I don't hate son. that take, but. I'm not saying Come I agree. I just don't hate it. Sad. I don't hate it. All right. But hold on. I, I feel like Waz is about to channel his inner LeBron 2011 finals press conference where he's like, tomorrow you're going to wake up and go live your lives and I'm still going to be LeBron James, right? And I feel like Waz is going to be like, tomorrow you're going to wake up and James Dolan's still going to own the team. No, 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 no. I'm not doing that. And, and listen, you know, we got to give it up to Tibbs. Because yep. hey man, he was. I definitely shat all over the move. He was right in Minnesota. He was right. They I were def. Wrong. I. He was facts. I definitely was like, this CAA thing is a little ridiculous, bro. You guys are just gonna fucking hire every single person that was your client. Like, I definitely was on that on that wave. But I will say this, you know, anybody who's been coached before knows your coach would try to convince you. That you can do anything on the court. That you'll be Jordan. That you'll be Pippen. That you'll be, you know, the best defender ever. You'll make every shot. Your coach is going to try to convince you of that. But God, by golly, these leave Tibbs, man. Hey, man, getting, <laughs> like, getting that. Look, like, that team, right? <laughs> here's, the, here's the guys playing the minutes for them, right? Julius Randle, RJ Barrett, Mitchell Robinson, Alfred Payton, Reggie Bullock, Alec Burks, right? That's top what six in minutes fuck? per game. That team is third in defense. That's insane. That's crazy. That no business being third in defense, and that's how well he's coaching them. And that's they how are well long as hell, though. They're long as hell. Robinson, Nerlens Noel. They're, they're they're long as hell. But you're right. Like they have no business being as good as they are defensively. Yeah, and they and they and it's not going away, right? Like it feels no. a little bit like at least the no, way I viewed hard. it is last year. I kept going, man. The Mavericks are really. Like historic offensively, that's got to tail off at some point. And I've been doing that with the Knicks defense, right. and now I'm just like, no, they're just a good defensive team, a great defensive team. Yeah, and they 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 get to where they need to do the rotations and everything mm-hmm. from the perimeter to the paint. And I mean, they've embodied tips. I mean, you know, obviously he's it's always been that watch. guy, but his the knack obviously is him overplaying his players. He's even got a chance to make you know Frankie Smokes be serviceable and. You know, I'm glad he's are, getting some type of that's tick, a, That is a coaching heat check right there. That is Tibbs going, I've been so good as a coach this year. You know what? Frankie Smokes get your ass I haven't found minutes for Frankie yeah, Smokes. <laughs> well, if, if he would crazy. unleash him, 
if he would just fully unleash him, he would see what, what is that? that guy's all about. What does that mean? Listen, y'all got to watch some FIBA. Are you, are you a Frankie Smokes guy? Oh my God, man. I love Apparently. that Apparently. You give me a French point guard and I'm all in no yeah, matter what. I try. But one right. that I defends like that. Smokes. He just, the way he like defends, man. At a certain Dave, point, with you. as a guy who's under 6'5", you should know how to dribble a basketball. Right. I, and well, I no, agree. Was, was, was. Dave's got a great point. But, if you put yeah. Frank Nielakina in FIBA basketball, he's really good. Unfortunately, <laughs> he plays in the NBA. But if you put him in FIBA, he's really good. Hey, it's, there's plenty of players that then came over to the came over uh, here yeah. and couldn't crack yeah. it and well, then they go back to the FIBA. Play too, right? Zach, like, it's, Zach, it's the same thing as to this day. Do y'all remember um, Dennis Smith that once, Dennis, not Dennis Smith, um, Dennis Schroeder that one summer in Euro Cup? Oh, oh yeah. Where Germany? he was just literally Cooking. Michael Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> I think and it's I something like, about I think it's Schroeder's something about the, the TS ball, I've ever bro. Seen in my oh, life. yo, that ball when, is amazing. When you shoot with the TS ball, mm-hmm. bro, it the rims the size of Wet. a hula hoop. <laughs> yeah, I'm not even gonna lie to you. Well, it's I got to, more. I used to um, smoke three point contests. Has more grooves. Like, it's a shooter's yeah. ball. Yeah, it's, I love it. it's all good. But listen. You're not gonna sell me on no Frankie Smokes offense defense. Yes, he's a wet. Oh blanket, yeah, yeah, yeah. But offense, keep listen. We play hot potato with him, bro. He just stay on the other end and wait for him to play defense. <laughs> Look, man. I think if, if he was Knicks, six though. seven, if he was six seven, he he's got a better career. But he, he's if not, was a right? fifth, we'd all. Exactly. I, I don't care. I don't care how tall he is. All I'm saying is, New York is healing because I live here. The Nets are good. The Knicks are good. Hope to see both of them in the playoffs. Hopefully, we get a. Is that called a Subway Series? What is that? Why not? It'd be amazing, bro. Good. It's a subway from Barclays to to MSG, right? Yo. Yeah, you kind of can. Close enough. Oh my goodness. Absolutely. I've never thought I would like watching Julius Randle as much as I do, man. Yo, I've been I've been anti-Julius Randle his whole career. He's legitimately improved to a point where he's not just like, okay, he's good to watch. Like, he's legitimately a good basketball player. I've been resistant this he whole time, from, but he's good. He's outrageously improved. He shot 27.7% from three last season, and now it seems like he's just knocking I, him down left and I right. I am a little worried that this is a Jay Crowder situation with shooting the ball, right? Little worried yeah, that, that it's a flash in the that pan. That could be the case, but to, it is to a me, it's just year. like it is a contract year. But the rest of the game is he's playing like he always put up numbers, but he's put up numbers in a meaningful way, and he's defending. He didn't he's do that playing before. team ball. Yeah. Look at the assist numbers. That that's where he's improved the most to me. He used to just dribble, put it with his head down, get into the paint, and force some BS. And and now you look at him. He he's their best playmaker. And and that's where it's kind of be, been the, the most stunning growth and the most eye-opening growth. He's always been a guy who's athletic enough and strong enough to get to where he wants, but now he's making better decisions. Uh, he has been one of the most surprising stories in the league this year, one of the best stories in the league this year. And, I mean, he's got, he's got fans parading in the streets for a 500 team. <laughs> Look, <laughs> come on, man. We got. I know it's ridiculous, but... The Knicks were nothing but a joke for since what 2013? Is it the last time they made the playoffs? 2013? I mean, yes. Yeah. 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 When yes. Roy Hibbert put the smack down. Yo, I was watching. <laughs> I was watching an All Star game on NBA TV the other day, and I was. It was such a time capsule because 
I saw Roy Hibbert in the game and he took a floater. I thought, and, and Andrew Bynum and Dwight Howard did the jump ball to start the game. I did not. I was, I felt like Marty McFly. Like I had traveled back in the DeLorean. Like it was just so odd to see all those dudes. And Blake Griffin was dunking. Oh my God, what a time. Those were good days. Oh, those were great days. I think it was a 2012 All-Star game I was watching. What a great days. Right, right. Um, Man. All right, you could have bought some GameStop. Um, <laughs> it would have been the time. It <laughs> would have been the time to do it. Uh, all right. You guys want to play fraud or not? Yeah. Let's play yes. fraud or it's not time. right now. Okay. Gentlemen, we'll say it with the New York Knicks. In terms of being a lock for the playoffs, Dave. Fraud or not? Sorry, my internet <laughs> my internet cut out when you said the team, and I thought you were going to oh, repeat it. Go ahead. The Knicks as a okay. lock for the playoffs, fraud or not? Oh, you know what? Are we counting the play in or are no, we saying top no, eight? I'm, I'm firmly, right, good to I'm know. firmly okay. on the record as the play in tournament does not count as the playoffs. You know, because I've got I have the standings pulled up because Right now, they're they're tied with Toronto for that four seed, right? But they could easily be out of the playoffs by, I don't know, March 10th. Um, you know what? I'm in. I think the Knicks make the playoffs. I think they're going to be the eighth seed. Trey, fraud or not, lock for the playoffs, New York Knicks. Lock, but lower seed. Okay. Waz, Mr. New York, fraud or not, a lock for the <sighs> um, playoffs. I think they're going to be in the play-in, but they're going to win it. They're going to. Win. I like. I like this type of team in that type of setting. Like they're going to be used to playing all out, playing hard. They they they're going to the playoffs. Yes, they lock lock. Jay, I got them dropping out. What? I just think. Wow. There. Look at the teams behind them. Such a mass hole. The defense, there though, are, man. I mean, they'll they'll be in the play-in. And it's just, do they win it? So, if they're in the play-in, like, I don't know. Are you going to take them over, like, Brad Beal if he gets into a play-in? Are you going to take them over, I don't know. Like, Indiana, Miami, and Boston are all behind them. I expect all those teams to finish above. And then the fight for the 7th and 8th will be... I got, nah, you know what? I've talked myself into it. They're, they're going to be a playoff team. Wow, they're going to be a playoff team. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going there a lot to make the playoffs. I just they they defend too well. Like they're still pretty bad def- or bad offensively, but Tom Thibodeau has them believing, and I think I think they can avoid the play-in tournament. I think they can they can lock up a top six seed. Like that I don't defense. I don't, I don't, I'm not even it's sure. Real? They, yeah, the defense is real. Like they it, we're. 34 games into it. This defense is legitimate. Offensively, I have some issues, but also I don't think the talent really affords them a lot to do much offensively. Um, so, yeah, man, like they defend the three, they defend the two, they defend it all. I'm, I'm in. And now two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. 
apply. If you're as obsessed with basketball as I am, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. Hey guys, this is JJ Redick. Twice a week, I'm cooking up something special for basketball junkies on my podcast, The Old Man and the Three. I bring on guests in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, like Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash, or Paulo Bencaro on his shooting workouts with Kevin Durant, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron when they were teammates in Miami. But it's not just about the player interviews. Every Monday, I break down the top three things happening around the NBA without the outlandish takes. Often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler, we dive deep into topics like rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? The Old Man of the Three is the only companion podcast you'll need during the playoffs this year. Be sure to listen to The Old Man of the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, all right. What about Jay, the Boston Celtics? Fraud or not for avoiding the play-in tournament? Yeah, I think they'll avoid it. Um, but it's going to be a lot closer than they would like. <laughs> I, I, I think as they get healthier... As Kemba keeps playing better, he's played better recently. I think they'll end up being a top six team. I mean, they're tied for six with Miami right now. I think they'll probably leapfrog New York. Toronto, I mean, they could go either way depending on what happens at the trade deadline. I think Toronto is very dangerous if they stay intact. But if if they move Lowry, who knows there? But yeah, Boston Boston will avoid the playing tournament, but it's been ugly lately. I don't know that I believe that the Raptors will move Lowry. Yeah, I don't either. The more I think about it, like, I, that's not really a Masai Ujiri move. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's wishlist stuff yeah. at the end of the yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. And they still feel like they can make a run at things. And nobody wants to see Kyle Lowry gone, especially in Canada. So at the end of the day, he's their best chance to continue to move forward, even though Fred Van Vliet has been playing well and Spicy P's coming along, you know, so... Overall, you want to keep him in a uniform as long as possible, and they it's pretty hefty. But no such thing as nothing uh, untradeable con- uh, contract. Yeah, so. for sure. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't think it's a matter of whether or not they can trade him. I just don't think they will, they will want to. I think he's got a market for but sure. But does everyone agree that he makes it past the deadline as a Raptor? I think he does. Uh, I think he's out. Wow. I might be the only person that thinks he's out. I, I think it's very iffy. Like, hmm because I think if you're Toronto, there's no way you can look at your team and think we've got a realistic chance this year. They lost in this the second round last year. They haven't gotten better. But a realistic chance for what? Like to contend? I don't know that they think that. Like if to, they get yeah, to but the I'm second, saying it, if they get to the if, second if round, if you don't think you're a contender, then you have to at least consider trading Kyle Lowry because there are teams I, where Kyle Lowry can make the difference. Okay, but he doesn't mean anything to those other franchises. I mean, this guy is a Toronto Raptor icon. I mean, he he won a title there. Like, I don't know that they can just move him for for PR reasons. And I don't. DeRozan was an icon too. This is on ownership. I, yeah, but it's different. It's different with Lowry. Like, there's a relationship there with Lowry that is different than than the DeRozan relationship with, with the fans. Yeah, and also I, I don't like, think they that that's necessarily. Kawhi. Like, right, right. They didn't just move him and to get him to where he wanted to be. To get Andre Drummond. Yeah, right, exactly. Right. And, and I don't think that necessarily you should make decisions that way, but I certainly can understand it for a team like the Raptors. 
But there's also the reality that, you know, he's an older, small point guard. And, you know, while he's still good and he doesn't have a ton of miles on him because of, you know, playing limited minutes through his career. I, I just, you know, if you're Toronto, we talked about this on Nerder the other day. You have a you have an identity crisis right now. And the only way you can move on to, to the younger guys is to actually move on to the younger guys. Because until Kyle Lowry is not on that team, that is Kyle Lowry's team. And I don't know if that's necessarily good for them going forward. So they should move him. But it's tough. I think if you can get to the second round of, of the playoffs, like that's enough reason to keep him. Agreed. I agree with you. Yeah. yeah. Got to keep the Tampa Bay fans happy. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> Look, But also, town now. the thing is, <laughs> maybe he wants to stay. I mean, because Kyle Lowry's not going to retire. And maybe he wants to stay and he's willing to to, you know, give a, a discount to stay in Toronto for the rest of his career. Right. And so without us really knowing if, if that's like a conversation that's that's going on, I don't know how we predict it because that's ultimately what this is about. Is Kyle Lowry going to going to spend the rest of his career in Toronto or are they going to move him now when they can actually get an asset for him and and move on and, and go ahead and, you know, start planning the tribute videos and maybe a statue? Yeah, that's a big part of the equation, too, because obviously he's a free agent after this season. Right. And and if he intends to leave and go chase a championship somewhere, then then they should definitely trade him now. Yeah, and they, and they kept flexibility just really, in case. That's a really, really difficult thing to do. Yeah, they kept flexibility just in case of Giannis, right? Well, Gian, now Giannis isn't on the market. So, and there isn't really a guy out there unless they want to try to, like, trade for Bradley Beal and use some of that cap space to absorb whatever whatever difference could be in money going out, but like there's no guy out there on the market for them to just go, all right, we're going to use our cap space on that now or our cap flexibility on that now. Um, so it might make sense to just kind of keep the band together and try to add pieces rather than, all right, where can these guys go? But was yo fraud or not on the Celtics avoiding the play in tournament. <laughs> They're going to avoid the playing tournament, but it's tough. It's tough when Jason Tatum just isn't the guy everybody thought. There it is. Kemba's hurt. You know, they're missing Marcus Smart as if he was the second coming. It's tough, but they're not going to go to the play playing game. I think they're going to they're going to eventually find themselves when all their guys are back together. And because they do have the continuity, they do, like, they have it. They have that. So they'll be able to muster up a nice little run and, and get it done. But Jason Tatum, I mean, excuse me, not Jason Tatum, um, Jalen Brown needs some help. Yeah, he does. Hey, Jay, <laughs> let me ask you a question. You think that, do you think that this is um, putting pressure on the front office there to actually go out and, and be a little bit more aggressive than they than they normally are at the deadline? They yeah. stopped. They just yeah. did that whole whack ass press conference. And, well, here's the thing, though. Defending he's right about their whackness, but he's right about you. The, don't do the, that, and then they'll go actually make moves. They do that to preempt the fact that they're not going to do dick. Well, Danny Ainge is right <laughs> that the, the traded player exception will be a more powerful tool for them if they if they carry it to the off season. He's right about that, but he also he's got a ton of other assets on the team that aren't necessarily ready to contribute now, but that may be good players and, and, you know, you've got picks, but I wonder if they feel like they need to, to do something now. I mean, I get Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum are young, but 
the, as we are, are always talk about, the second they sign that contract, doesn't the clock start ticking? Yeah, and I think I think that's a it's a tough conversation because obviously they do have the trade exception, and this team has obvious obvious needs. Um, but at the same time, like where teams go wrong sometimes, I think when trying to build around a young star is they try to get aggressive too early. And and for the Celtics, they've pivoted from not pivoted. I guess they've kind of been forced into it because guys left. But they went from they had an, a timeline with veteran guys to now it's like, OK, this is Tatum and Brown's team and their decision making should be longer sighted now, I think, than than just go out and try to win right now. They have to build a team, like you said, for those guys to stay and like they didn't go out and spend a couple picks to get the trade exception to not use it. They're they're going right. to use it at some point. Um, and this this team is depth. Definitely in need of, of depth. A lot well, let me of ask depth. you. Al Horford's yeah, sitting there, right? And he and he was in their timeline before. He fits in that <laughs> TPE, doesn't he? He does, yep. Yep. I mean, it seems to me like you could uh reunite the band and and see if you if you've got something there. Marcus Smart's gonna be well, what back. What if that band is like Creed? <laughs> it's like a bad band. Why would you want to reunite? Did you just turn Jason Tatum into whatever the fuck his name is. Oh, come on, man! Was. The dude Ti stopped from um suicide? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah, and I, I don't think like Horford to me now is is only a center, and where I think they can most easily upgrade the roster is the perimeter. Like they're playing big minutes right now to Aaron Neesmith. They're playing minutes to. Jeff Teague, who hasn't been very good sometimes. Peyton Pritchard, who's been good for a rookie, but still very young. Like Their perimeter can very easily get upgraded. And I I think that's their biggest concern right now. Not not a center, even though Horford, just the playmaking too. That's another thing. Like Tatum and Brown need playmaking help, and Kemba will be better for them as he gets healthier. But he hasn't been fully healthy yet, um, even though he's trending in the right direction. So... They're just short on playmaking and shooting right now outside of those guys, and the the result has been some ugly, ugly basketball. Does anyone think that the Celtics will be in the play-in tournament? No, no. they'll be in the playoffs, but still yeah. on some fraudulent stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I chose violence, Boston. I don't like it. Brad... You know, I'm I'm, I'm with uh, Dave Dufour Uh-oh. on the Brad Stevens hate. Uh oh. Um, I mean, listen, I do think that just... he can. I think he can coach, but I definitely think that his seat needs to warm up in the passenger. <laughs> um, and they need to figure it out, man. They really need to figure it out. I know Jay King, that's your squad and whatnot. I but... just, it's crazy to me. Like, and this is, I'm not trying to denigrate what he is, but like, it's crazy to me that Marcus Smart would mean this much. Right, that much, right? Like he's a he's like, a I really like him, good bro. role player, and obviously one of the best defensive players in the league. But you can't fall apart because Marcus Smart isn't there when your two stars are. And then drag Kyrie into it. <laughs> like, that was wild. It's it's been a crazy two weeks, Jay, bro. For them, Jay, like, were those comments? How did, how did Kemba Walker feel about that? Were, were those comments from? Shout from to Wick Kemba Grouse too. Back, he had a good game the other night. Were those were those taken out of context, or were those comments correct? Like correctly taken? They were. They were taken out of context a little bit. Okay. He was just kind of trying to, to But describe you said a little bit. Please, please like explain. How they 
how they got to the point they are now. And obviously that was a big part of it. Obviously they were planning to build around Kyrie and Gordon Hayward and then hopefully go after Anthony Davis. All that stuff fell apart. And so now now they're, I think, at, more at the beginning stages of building around Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. And this this roster right now is very thin. It's very young. And it needs help. I, and I understand the point, Jay, that I guess that he was trying to make a little bit. But at the same time, you can't have the storylines where you're feeding like where the organization is feeding to the media like, oh, my God, you know, just the locker room just so much better this year than it, than it was last year with Kemba. Right. Like now, look at this. We're so much better, so much better. Oh, we made the conference finals. Look at us go like this. This is Celtics basketball. And then the next year you're shit. And now it's like, well, you know, Kyrie really screwed us. <laughs> like, you can't do that. You can't, if they had been like whatever last year, fine. But all we heard was, oh, what a breath of fresh air this Kemba Walker is. And I'm sure he was. Like that team was good, but this team's shit right now. Yeah. Yeah. And this I, team, they weren't built to sustain injuries. And that's part of the reason why Marcus Smart's absence has, has been felt so much is because the depth just isn't there. And, and when Smart is out, and especially with Kemba missing the second leg of back-to-backs, then everything is on Tatum and Brown. And those guys, they've advanced as playmakers. They've made progress in that. But that that's still not what they're best at. They're still scorers first and foremost. And so when they're tasked with making all the plays, there are you know, times of stagnation, and there's not a lot of shooting around them to help them with that. So there's a whole bunch of problems on that Celtics roster I think and they, only, they need to one of them address that with the trade exception and, and beyond only one should have been all-star I know Waz agrees with you <laughs> so glad I'm so glad Jalen has panned out like this no and I and I'm glad he's getting his recognition for being the best player on the team he is because for a while, and even you know, the other day, Brad Stevens was like, well, you know, at the end of the game, Jason Tatum's our guy. You know, even though we gave the ball to Jalen, and he delivered at the end of the game, really, you know, Jason Tatum's I'm like, yeah, all right, bro. Because you take one off the, you take one off of that team, then listen, it's gonna be a problem. Oh, it gets bad. Yeah, I mean, it gets really ugly. Yo, you took Marcus Smart off the team. It got ugly. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew Marcus Smart should have been an all-star? Oh, no, he's a real all-star on that team. Uh, all right, we got two more for fraud or not. The Phoenix Suns as, as actually able to make the conference finals in the West. Fraud or not? Fraud. That's a big fraud. Wow. Big, yeah, it's this a fraud. Team's really good. I love, I love, Fe- tough, I love, Fe- I love Phoenix, good but as hell. they fraud fraud. it all. I don't believe that much. Whoa. I love Phoenix. Yeah, I, just Listen, came, guys. I just came from Phoenix, bro. No, don't. Let's don't do that. <laughs> all right. They do Don't have do Jay that. Crowder. Um, <laughs> that's, you know. <laughs> no, they, to Chris listen, Paul. They're really Shouts good. To Devin Booker, the most yeah. disrespected player in the league. And then let's just not do that. Unless yeah. wow. I don't see, and I don't see them like, Beating the top three teams, bro. They're not seeing the Lakers. They're not seeing the Clippers in a matchup like that. I don't well, even do see they them. Play I don't even Denver. see them getting the Nuggets out of there like that. Right, exactly. Because I Come mean, on, quit you, playing. Know, I you know what happens, you right? That fraudulent Nuggets team. Nobody would listen to me. I'm trying to tell you about that. <laughs> They've been injured, Zach. Don't do that. Yeah, but Suns do play in the playoffs, <laughs> and Suns do get it out the first round. I like that. I'll give them that. All right, and then the last one. We started with heat culture. We're going to end with heat culture, guys. 
fraud or not, after the Miami Heat brutally dismantled the Utah Jazz in a close game. I mean, just put it on them like a true (laughs) conference champion would. Utah Jazz, contenders, fraud or not. Yeah, we're overreacting to one game. You're right, Jazz fans. We are. (laughs) Which tells me a lot, right? See, no, I, mean, I, don't I don't even think, I think, I think jazz Lakers. fans think they're frauds, <laughs> to be honest. That. I'm not even going to lie. That's a good point, because I do think jazz fans, for the most part, do think there's a little bit of fraudulence here. Like, they're not this good, but I, they don't I want like anyone jazz else to fans, say it about bro, Because they're realistic. Yeah. They'll be like, look, yeah, we signed Rudy Gobert. We love Rudy Gobert, though. But are we going to win a championship? Probably not. And then they'll be like, and, and we'll not fight that. They're okay with, See? like, being making it to the playoffs. I, I think they're they're not frauds. They're contenders. They're just not the favorites. I wouldn't go that far. Honestly, <laughs> I think they're going to win their first round series for sure. And yo, right now, I hate this guy. I'm not saying Was, this, but I believe Mike Conley's an all star over, over them making it to the finals, round. bro. Guys, there's a chance that that one eight matchup could legitimately be Jazz Nuggets. And they might get rocked. What if that happens, <laughs> that's dude? Not, that's that's gonna that's be That's actually brutal. that's bad. That's that's gonna that's be bad. That's, bad. that's bad for Utah. <laughs> that's bad. I feel so much better about Jazz Warriors than Jazz. Yeah, one hundred percent. Jazz Nuggets. Yeah, yeah. Because I, the Jazz are gonna actually defend Golden State in such a way where it's like, all right, yeah, stuff. Do your little thing, but like, it's gonna be a bunch of Draymond Green and Andrew Wiggins jumpers. Forever. Shouts to Draymond so, Hoopman, too. Got some buckets. Yeah, Draymond's doing, yeah. His thing. doing his thing. The, the Nuggets have the firepower um, that they could catch him. I, but the thing is, I, I think that the Nuggets are probably better than they look or have looked so far this season. Um, I think the Jazz are probably not as good, obviously, as they have been, you know. Um, but that's the are top. Are the Milwaukee of the West. Bucks of the of the West? No, no, their indicator, their stuff no. is better than that. They they really are they a better are. team than that. Nobody's having a career year. Like it really is just a lot of solid play from every single person in the rotation. The Indiana Pacers, absolutely. Jordan Clarkson is going to be the sixth man of the year. Yeah. Coach Schneider is probably going to be and coach of the year. Like absolutely, I'm actually, no, they're gonna... the Ron Artest Pacers. Oh, that's fair. I yeah, like actually, that. Yeah. that's not bad. Yeah, they're I'm a good team. They're a really good they're team. Really and good. They're they better than like, I would say I they're better than 25 teams them, in the league. Right. And if you're in that top five, top six conversation, then you start getting into the separators, right? Like the Lakers, they separate themselves because of LeBron and Anthony Davis, the Clippers, they've got Kawhi, they've got Paul George. Um, you know, the Nets, they've Luke got the, the three-headed monster and Luke Kennard, right? <laughs> um, Philly, they have Embiid. And then when you look at Utah, the the one thing that does bother me, like I mentioned they before. They have screen assists. Well, and hey, listen, they matter, man. But I don't count them. Uh, but, but you look at that team and it's like, so who are the guys that, that you trust when, you know, it's nut cutting time? Who do you trust? Well, Clarkson when might, you be gotta a, hit? might be one of those guys, though. He might be, yeah. right? And I think Donovan, I like Donovan is that. Mitchell. I think Donovan is like that guy. That. I'm, right? I do I'm a believer in yeah. Donovan. We've seen in, enough in, in but those high leverage possessions. I do. You need a second guy though, and, and you know, yeah. it, it's going to be Joe yeah. Ingles. It's going to be Conley. It's going to be might Boyan. Be, it might be Boyan. Yeah, Boyan's fearless. Right? Yeah. He really doesn't care. And so, but until they get to the playoffs, we just don't know because we need to see it. You know, in the in the playoffs, they don't have that. 
that sort of built-in reputation, even with Donovan. Like, we only saw it last year. I need to see it again before I, I say, all right, this is a guy that you know in the playoffs you can trust to get stuff done. I think he's going to be great. I think this this season is going to be his coming out party, but this playoffs is when we're going to start talking about him in a, a completely different way. He's having an excellent season on a really good team. A little bit of, like, it's obviously not the same sort of output, but shades of like Steph Curry in that 2014 warrior season when they won that, that first title where everything is running through him and, and he really is driving what they're doing, but his numbers are not insane. Uh, I, I think it's, it's totally plausible that this team with some injury luck, uh, if they only have to play one of the, the Clippers or Lakers, they could make the finals. I'm just glad that in this episode, we all agreed that, uh, Miami Heat going back to the finals. That's right. They're the best team in the Eastern Conference. Jimmy Buckets, Big Face Coffee, Bam out of Bio, Goron Dragon, Fear the Dragon, Unleash the Dragon. That's right. It's hero mode, J. King. You can't handle the Heat. Miami Heat going to the finals. Everyone agrees. It's unanimous. Thanks for listening to the Basketball Edition of the Athletic NBA Show. For Jay, for Dave, for Waz, for Trey, and Jade, I'm Zach. Go Heat, go! As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10. Place your first bet on any game and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.